Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, Rob Carson, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. It is finally Friday. Although I shouldn't really say that, because honestly, uh, I kind of enjoy my work week more than my weekends generally. Because I've already got a honeydew list a mile long. You know, that's the way it is. And, it, and the honey list, honeydew list is real, by the way. It is it's real. There's no denying that the honeydew list exists. It's there. It's there. It's there for all of you. Yes. All right. So happy Friday. We've got a ton of stuff to get to on the show. More with uh, Anthony Fauci covering up the origins of the Wuhan virus. The media attempting to do a little CYA with the good doctor who uh, has a new book coming out and uh, apparently has been taken off of Amazon and Barnes and Noble because they said it was uh, prematurely released is what it was. And that if they released it this early, uh, the sales, you know, allow you to say, you know, buy the book, but the book isn't out yet. Uh, It would be profiting off of the virus, which, you know, I mean, Anthony Fauci wouldn't want to do because. Well, that's actually what he's, that's what he's going to do. But anyway, <laughs> all that is coming up. Uh, U.S. job growth slower than expected. Again, 559,000 jobs were added in May compared to an expected 670,000 jobs amid criticism over Biden's $300 a week unemployment benefits. Now, this is not only it, because see, honestly, fixing the economy would be real easy. You know how, how it would be real easy? You just open up stuff. <laughs> Come on, I'm not an economist, but dear God, of course. And that's why, that's why uh, you know, Florida and Texas and uh, South Dakota have been kicking butt. South Dakota has never had any restrictions for COVID, and they've never experienced the big, uh, the, the employment hit and the business closings that the rest of the country has. So any idiot, even a senile old one in, in the White House could just say, hey, open up everything. And the jobs would come in. Then the second thing you got to do is get rid of this $300 a month extra payments, which, by the way, are going until the fall. All the president has to do is rescind that, and you're going to have a million jobs a month being added. It's pretty simple. And I'm not all that, uh, you know, I'm not only that bright with numbers, to be quite honest. My wife does the checkbook and everything. It would checkbook. We don't have a checkbook. But anyway, you know, she does all that stuff. Because I, I, uh, I don't have a good grasp on math. I'm really bad at it. So... It's fairly simple to me. I don't know. It should be fairly simple that if you just open the, uh, uh, the floodgates and you open business and you let people go back to restaurants and you don't have any more restrictions and all that stuff, we find a way. We find a way to be successful. Former President Donald Trump on Thursday blasted infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci for early misinformation on the coronavirus pandemic, demanded China pay the United States $10 trillion for the death and destructions they have caused, which would just cover AOC's plan for infrastructure. 
In statements issued on his Save America website, Trump laid into Fauci after the release by news outlets of thousands of Fauci emails uh, sent and received early last year. After seeing the emails, our country is fortunate I didn't do what Dr. Fauci wanted me to do. For instance, I closed our borders to China very early despite his not wanting them closed. The Democrats and the fake news media even called me a xenophobe. In the end, we saw this was a life-changing decision. And likewise, with closing our borders to Europe, especially to certain heavily infected countries. I was later given credit even by Tony for saving hundreds of thousands of lives. Dr. Fauci didn't put an emphasis on speed of vaccine production because he thought it would take three, four, maybe five years to create. I got it done in less than nine months with Operation Warp Speed. Then I placed the greatest bet in history. We ordered billions of dollars worth of vaccines before we knew it even worked. Had that not been done, our wonderful vaccines would not have been administered until October this year. No one would have had the shot that has now saved the world and millions of lives. And all of that. That is true. And all of that is true. And the reason why he says it like that, and you go, well, it's kind of brag, is because the news media won't say it. The news media will not give him credit for the great things that he did, ushering in this incredible era of making businesses, getting businesses involved to rush the vaccines to the fore. Now, Anthony Fauci was in charge of his department when AIDS rolled out, when HIV rolled out. And Anthony Fauci immediately thought that a vaccine would be the answer. But they have discovered that what they call prophylaxis, which is uh, uh, there are drugs given when you test positive that keep the disease at bay. Magic Johnson is alive 30 years later. Okay, Um, but Anthony Fauci immediately went for the vaccine route. And we still don't have a vaccine. In case you didn't know, I just thought you should know they don't have a vaccine yet. So um, this is the case now. They are doctors saying, you know, the vaccine is great and everything. But honestly, your best bet is to start treating with hydroxychloroquine and uh, several other drugs as a prophylaxis, which will keep you from getting it and will actually make you immune from it. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Anthony Fauci appeared only on friendly media yesterday, would not appear on uh, Newsmax, uh, would not appear on any others, just MSNBC and CNN. Here is uh, Anthony Fauci's appearance on CNN, another liberal suckfest. The human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That email was April 18th. Now, there are some of your critics who say this shows you have too cozy of a relationship with the people behind the Wuhan lab research. What do you say to that? Oh, that's nonsense. I don't even see how they get that from that email. That email was sent to me from them. I have always said and will say today. Then why did you cover for them for an entire year, sir, if you didn't have a cozy relationship? To you, John, that I still believe the most likely uh, origin is from an animal species to a human. <laughs> he's, just, he's, so, he's so out of touch. Chris Plant, my friend in talk radio, he said this morning, uh, knowing that the virus came from the level four bio lab in Wuhan, China, where the uh, the disease, where it, the virus, I should say, escaped, all right, where it came from, would be like uh, seeing a kid walking uh, along a road just on the outskirts of Hershey, Pennsylvania, with his face covered with chocolate. And people would wonder, huh, I don't know where they got that. But I keep an absolutely open mind that if there may be other origins of that there may be another reason he's trying to ease people into the truth so he won't get annihilated it could have been a lab leak i believe if you look historically what happens in the animal human interface that in fact the more likelihood is that you're dealing with a jump of species 
but I keep an open. That's, that's been dis, uh, dis. That's been disproved. Open mind. There's no animal. They have not found an animal all the time, and that's the reason why I have been public that we should continue to look for the origin. That email, in no way, you can misconstrue it however you want. That email was from a person to me saying. Thank you for for whatever it is he thought I saw. Oh, he is just on the hot seat so badly. You know, and Joe Biden says that he's going to put a... After he, he disbanded uh, Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump's investigation into the origins of the, of the virus, just got rid of it uh, as soon as they took office. Got rid of it. No reason, really, other than, oh, no, cover up China, cover up the truth, because Joe Biden's son flew on Air Force Two 23 times while he was vice president and was put in charge of a 1.5 or $1.4 billion Chinese hedge fund, even though Hunter Biden knows nothing about finance or uh, natural gas, by the way. Kind of strange how that happens, uh, but that's that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, covering for China's rear end. Here's some more softballs as pitched by MSNBC to Dr. Fauci. Question you probably hear a lot, I hear a lot, is from people out on the street and people who are on our show. Why is this so hard? Why is it so hard to find the source of this outbreak that's killed more than 3 million people around the world, 600,000 people here? Well, it's because we're trying to cover for my work with China. In the United States. A cozy relationship. Has upended our lives and our economy. That was me, not Dr. Fauci. I know, hard to believe we sound exactly alike. Is it because China is so opaque? Is it because WHO is not sharing information? Why is this so difficult? Is it because you're in bed with the Chinese uh, uh, CCP? You know, there are several reasons, Willie, why it's difficult. I think one of the things is that we need better access to all the information. I mean, it's obviously in China's interest to find out exactly what it is. And oh, no, 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 no. It's not, actually, because China's, uh, they'll have their feet held to the fire. That's why I've been, they've been obfuscating about the truth. The is of the, of the natural theory would be to find that link. So you have to keep... Looking. I kind of find it hard to believe that China would try to cover up something on the 32nd anniversary of Tiananmen Square. For it. I mean, obviously you want openness and cooperation. One of the ways you can get it is don't be accusatory. Try to get both a forensic... Don't a, be accusatory. Don't look at me like maybe I did something wrong. A scientific and an investigational approach. I think the accusatory part about it is only going to January 31st, you got an email from one of your colleagues that said that they thought that the virus came from the lab. You immediately that night, moments later, sent an urgent email to other colleagues with a an attachment about the possible transmission from the lab. Get them to pull back even more. It was entitled Gain of Function Research. We've got to do it in a combination of diplomacy, scientific, forensic investigation. Blah, 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 blah. State Department staff warned officials not to investigate the Wuhan lab's gain-of-function research because it would open a can of worms. Yeah. Career staffers of the uh, State Department uh, uh, warned officials not to investigate the possibility that COVID leaked from a Wuhan lab, fearing it would expose U.S. funding for gain-of-function research, according to a new report. This would be called a massive, massive scandal and cover-up. Thomas Donano, former acting assistant secretary of state, uh, Bureau of Arms Control, Verification and Compliance, raised the concern in a memo reported in Lovely Vanity Fair, which has some delightful summer salad recipes, I believe, in this month's issue. Donano wrote that staff from two bureaus, his and the Bureau of Internal Security and Nonproliferation, warned leaders not to pursue an investigation into the origin of COVID-19 because it would open a can of worms. 
In one State Department meeting, officials say colleagues explicitly told them not to explore the Wuhan Institute of Virology gain-of-function research because it would bring unwelcome attention to the U.S. taxpayer funds that were supporting the work. In other words, they knew all along. Guys, they knew all along. They've known all along. This is their way to slow roll it, to get it out so the truth comes out, so the damage will be minimized as much as possible. By the way, gain-of-function research, controversy field of study, collecting dangerous viruses, genetically modifying them to be more deadly. Uh, in order to study the risks of future outbreaks, actually. No, it's to weaponize them. Pretty much to weaponize them. Pretty much for military use. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Mike Pompeo said that uh, Dr. Fauci, who runs the NIAID under the NIH, was spreading Chinese talking points in his interviews early in the day by voicing the exact same theories that the Chinese Communist Party has presented for a year Quote, he implies good faith for the Chinese Communist Party. We are on the 32nd anniversary of the Tiananmen Square incident. For Dr. Fauci to go out there and think the CCP cared that there were people in Wuhan who were dying is just naive beyond all possible imagination. The new report examining the behind-the-scenes battle over COVID-19's origins follows new evidence to support the theory that the coronavirus pandemic may have been leaked from the Wuhan Institute, raising questions about why the possibility wasn't investigated more thoroughly in the onset. In the interview with the outlet, Donato describes how his probe into the lab leak was thwarted at every turn with hostile and antagonistic technical staff warning him not to open Pandora's box. Things came to a head at a meeting on December 9th when State Department staff met to discuss what the department should or should say about or could or should say about uh, the Wuhan lab. According to people at the meeting, Christopher Park, the director of the State Department's biological policy staff in the Bureau of International Secre uh, Security and Nonproliferation, advised that people shouldn't say anything that would point to the U.S. government's own role in gain of function research. Man, I almost got a cramp on my tongue. That many syllables. Can you believe how many? And that is like I was spewing that stuff out. Did you get it? Was it a little bit too? Was it too much? That's a lot of syllables. I wonder, you know, there are days that I could break a syllable record. I swear, I swear, I swear. Here is uh, by Marco Rubio talking about the uh, Wuhan lab and the possibility that the China virus came, oddly enough, from China. Let me tell you, here's what we knew from the very beginning, right? This is what we knew from the very beginning. And you put all the circumstantial evidence together, and it, and it leads to some level of conclusion, at least, okay? You have a virus that we know the Chinese are experimenting with in that lab, and a lab we know that has... Uh, that has uh, safety problems. Yeah. We know for a fact that uh, messing around with viruses and lab accidents have led to outbreaks in the past. Uh, that happened with SARS uh, back in the day, that two separate out outbreaks from researchers that were infected. And by the way, coincidence out of coincidence, this outbreak started in the very city where that lab is located. There isn't a bat cave in Wuhan. an enormous city. It's like the size of Manhattan. There's no bat caves there. No, everybody knows the bat cave is in Gotham. And by the way, under SARS, they found the animal that's... Bat cave. ...spread it within four months. Under MERS, they found the animal that spread it within nine months. Still, to this day, the Chinese have not said, this is the animal that, that, that first spread it over to a human being. You put all of that together, and that's why... There a lot of people that say at a minimum at a minimum 
the, the lab leak theory is at least as credible as the fact that it would carry over naturally, if not more so because of the circumstantial evidence. You know, uh, Joe Biden has said they're going to do a 90-day uh, investigation of it. He's launching a night, which is akin to uh, O.J. Simpson investigating and spending the rest of his life investigating the murder of his wife. Yeah, that happened. Did that happen? I don't think that happened. Oh, and then on top of that, you have the mainstream media that shut down all discourse with regard to the origins of the Wuhan virus, uh, the big social media that shut down news stories about it, took my Facebook page away because I did not tout the WHO uh, line. Also, my YouTube page was taken away. I want them back. But of course, that won't happen. And honestly, I don't really want to go back. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you're breaking up with somebody who was awful and they're begging you and you're like, you know, I'm kind of done. I just kind of done. And those big media companies were in bed with the Democrat Party, Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, YouTube, all of them. Here is uh, Marco Rubio talking about that cabal. They've become the new sort of gatekeepers of the public square in American politics. If you think about it, we've never been here before. Five companies in America now have the power to basically wipe anybody out and silence anyone. You know, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter. Do you know how heartbreaking it is to build an audience on Facebook? I had uh, several hundred thousand people a week. I was getting massive, massive, massive coverage and reach and people were enjoying what I was doing and Facebook took it all away the morning after the election. Now they all get together and they... No excuse and no recourse. Decide Apple. They get together and decide, we're going to wipe somebody out. You're done. There's no way for you to communicate. You can't even get web services. And you can't communicate to the outside world your views. Welcome to North Korea. They, more than that, they now have put, put themselves in a position of determining what news can be re-reported. We remember wow. those articles about Hunter Biden and they quashed the New York Post stories. They wouldn't let it be spread. And now, for the first time, we've seen them have to go back... And and remove a ban on stories about the origins of the COVID-19 wow. uh, virus wow. uh, because they've proven to be untrue. This is the danger here is you have a bunch of unelected, unaccountable, anonymous people deciding what we're allowed to say to one another and what we're allowed to share. That's a very dangerous moment. They have assumed basically governmental type powers without being accountable to anyone. 100%. He is 100% right. A uh, Chinese defector is confirming that COVID-19 was man-made in a laboratory. This is why the Obama-Biden gang has changed its narrative surrounding the origins of uh, COVID-19. This, according to the Gateway Pundit, Adam Housley tweeted that he is being told the increased pressure on the scientific community to be open and to the uh, review the theory that the Chinese coronavirus was made in a laboratory in recent days is due to a defector with intimate knowledge bringing intel to the U.S. that the coronavirus was leaked from a lab in Utah. He broke it in a series of tweets. China took strong measures within the country to stop its spread, but did little to nothing to stop flights leaving Wuhan internationally. China had tried to produce variants so they could suggest that the China coronavirus came from bats naturally. The current belief is that COVID-19 accidentally escaped. But it kind of doesn't give credence to that when you consider that they allowed international flights. If you think it was released uh, accidentally and they did massive measures to stop the virus within Wuhan but let people fly out... I don't know. You put two and two together. Uh, it usually adds up to four. Now, the National Report featured Representative Tom Massey talking about uh, there's a new act that Congress is uh, getting ready to uh, to act on, and that is the Fire Fauci Act. Here he is talking about it. Well, the politics changed, so he changed. He's a political scientist, not a scientist. No. Uh, you know, and if you don't like something Fauci said, just wait, he'll contradict himself. <laughs> but I think Dr. Fauci should submit to a drug test. 
I think he should uh, give a small vial of blood and let's find out if he has antivirals. What, yeah. Would, yeah. what advice was he actually taking and internalizing himself? The other thing I think we need to do is we need to fire Fauci. Marjorie Taylor Greene and I have co-sponsored a bill called the Fire Fauci Act. Of course, it would fire him. But the more important thing I think that it does is perform an audit on the programs that he funded while he, and he still is the highest paid uh, employee of the U.S. government, while he was directing the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. I think they are going to set up Fauci for the big fall. That's what I think. I had mentioned this to my friend Chris Plant yesterday, and uh, I, I think they are setting him up for a fall. They are setting him up to take all of the heat with regard to this. I am sure that many people, including, I believe, Joe Biden, knew this. That's why they quashed the uh, the Pompeo and Trump investigation to the origins of the virus. That is my constitutionally protected opinion, and that is what I believe, and I'll bet you do too, to be quite honest. More from Tom Massey. Now, I want you to listen to this. Listen to this. Nancy Pelosi, also known as Cruella Pelosi DeVille, uh, has made it a uh, finable offense to not wear your face mask when you're in the House of Representatives. But I want you to listen to Tom Massey about the rules, because this isn't about this is not about actually protecting anyone. This is evil. Okay, this is I'm just going to say this kind of thinking is evil. Here is Tom Massey. Listen to this. Well, we're fighting this fight on the House floor because Nancy Pelosi is, is setting a predicate for all the private employers across the United States. Whatever they can get away with on the House floor, they will do to the common people. And it's all about theater because the fine that she imposed on me and nine other members of Congress who had a small revolt last week and went on the floor without our masks, the fine only applies if you're in front of a TV camera. What? Let's listen to that again. Theater, because the fine that she imposed on me and nine other members of Congress who had a small revolt last week and went on the floor without our mask, the fine only applies if you're in front of a TV camera, i.e. Oh, if man. you're in a hearing room or on the floor of the House, you can be fined $500 for the first infraction, then 2500 after that. That's evil. I'm sorry. That is evil. And they take it directly out of your paycheck. But as soon as you walk off wow. the floor, you can take off your mask. <laughs> and most Democrats take off their mask as soon as they get off the floor. That's that's how you know it's about theater. And so uh, we just said... Please, God, make 2022 come faster, please. You know what? We're going to stand up to Pelosi, not because we're inconvenienced by a mask, but because millions of people, like, they're actually going to try and get vaccine passports. That's our concern. Because Nancy Pelosi's position is oh, yeah. until 100% of Congress is vaccinated, everybody has to wear a mask. I mean, she's going even further than the quacks at CDC are going. I wonder, I wonder why there are so many government officials doing everything they can to make sure that you get vaccinated, including spending millions of taxpayer monies in lotteries for people who've been vaccinated. There's something going on, kids. Somebody's palm is getting greased. That means they're being paid off, in case you wanted to know. So on Sean Spicer, Spicer and Company, Devin Nunes talked about the, uh, the lab, the Wuhan lab connection. But let me take you back a year ago or over a year ago, one of the, there, you had Senator Cotton and others coming out there using common sense saying, look, we, this is possible, this was in a lab. At the time, I even said 
something similar to the to the fact that look it, it seems to me like we really need to focus on the lab there's too much circumstantial evidence surrounding the lab that this should be number one on our list i said that it's probably unlikely that the they should institute the they should just call this the no duh investigation Okay, it's like uh, the the Wuhan virus escaped from a level four biological lab that was weaponizing viruses in Wuhan, China. Just call it the no duh investigation. Chinese released it on purpose. I'm talking about what I said a year ago. I still actually believe that today. I don't think they released it on purpose. I think what probably did happen is... But they did allow international flights out of Wuhan while having strict uh, restrictions in the city of Wuhan on the Chinese people. Is that they were developing something that they probably shouldn't have been involved Huh. No duh. We knew that this lab had a lot of issues with security. Our own State Department, that was in our report that we released three weeks ago. Our own State Department employees that went out there said, hey, this isn't, this doesn't look very safe. I think that was in 2017. Everybody say it with me. No duh. So look, likely what happened was it wasn't safe. We knew it wasn't safe. We were giving them money. People within our own government knew that it wasn't safe. We probably shouldn't have been working on gain-of-function type activities because we had actually outlawed it in this country for a short amount of time. Wow. So it probably was an accident that, quite frankly, socialist and inefficient governments tend to have bureaucracies that don't work. Yeah, yeah. And on this date in history, 32 years ago, uh, the uh, Tiananmen Square protests were crushed. I mean, literally, they rolled tanks in and crushed people to death and then washed their bodies into the storm drains. Uh, there's no, uh, uh, There were no cell phones then. There were no smartphones then. Only maybe a few surviving stories that come out, but the mainstream media doesn't cover it. Here's uh, more with Devin Nunes on Spicer and Company. He's been an undeniable asset in our country's pandemic response. Christian Fauci, and by the way, Annie Lee. Bowitz is going to the White House to do a photo shoot with her today. But it's obviously not that advantageous for me to relitigate the substance of emails from 17 months ago. So if the White House is still supporting him and Republicans are in the minority, then who is going to hold him accountable and how? Well, look, I, I have this prediction to make. I believe that if the Republicans win in 2022, if we take control of the House and especially if we take control of the Senate, I don't think you will see Fauci or Collins around any longer. Nah, 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 nah. In fact, I think they're going to become a liability, so much so that they'll probably be gone before the next election. That's just nah, 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 nah. That's my simple prediction. I'm not betting any money on it, but I bet that it happens because the, both of those cats will be a political liability. Hey, hey, hey. For the left going into 2022. Goodbye. <laughs> that took the longest time, didn't it? Wow, crazy, crazy. Uh, by the way, uh, just before I go any further, if you get the chance, will you do me a favor this weekend or even today and just go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson? That's me. Uh, yeah, just go to Apple Podcasts, the Newsmax Daily, subscribe to the Newsmax Daily. It's on your phone. That It's very portable. That's what we wanted to do with the, the Newsmax Daily podcast is make Newsmax really portable and also, uh, you know, make the day's events connective, compelling, etc. And I hope I'm doing that for you. Anyway, Apple Podcasts, if you would please subscribe to the uh, Newsmax Daily podcast with Rob Carson. Oh, on Greg Kelly, Marjorie Taylor Greene appeared. Apparently, the, the big thing right now is uh, U.S. embassies and federal buildings. During whatever month of the year, they're putting secondary flags underneath the American flag. One of them last month was Black Lives Matter, which is a Marxist America-hating terrorist group. 
This month, it's the pride flag. So rainbow flags everywhere. You know, I mean, what, 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 it's like, what if it's like National Pirate Day? Can I demand that the government put a pirate flag under old glory? Honestly, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. This is picking winners or losers. This is selfless, shameless promotion. I ain't got nothing against gay people in TGIF or TGLD. They add new LGBTQ plus is what they're calling it. I got no problem with it. But honestly, uh, you know, you hang your flag in your yard. It doesn't belong on federal buildings under our flag, which so many have died for. So Marjorie Taylor Greene has introduced the Old Glory Act. Absolutely. I'm so proud to be a co-sponsor on the only Old Glory Act. The reason why this is important is the American flag is the flag that represents every single American. We don't need political identity politics. We don't need the Democrat Party making one group more important than than the other. The only flag that should fly over any of our U.S. embassies, over any of our federal buildings, is old glory, the beautiful stars and stripes, and that's why I'm so proud of this bill and very happy to be a co-sponsor. It makes perfect sense. It's kind of weird that we have to that we're in a place now where you have to make a law for something so obvious, but you do. Um, and also, you mentioned LGBTQ. There are all kinds of other flags that are flying. Black Lives Matter, and let's face it, that is very, very divisive. Some of the LGBTQ issues are divisive, and that's another flag that's flying in the mix. This, this is all Biden? Is this all Biden administration initiated? I believe so. Um, and first of all, Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist organization, so that is no flag that should ever fly over any of our government buildings. Um, The LGBTQ flag, that's not a flag that needs to be flown over our government buildings either. The American flag represents all Americans, and that is the only flag that should ever be flown, period. And there's no argument about it. Amen, sister. Amen. Oh, by the way, Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis is on fire. Literally, actually, there was uh, there was all sorts of burning and looting last night. Minneapolis police shot dead an armed black man in his car as they served an arrest warrant and cops uh, fired tear gas on protesters furious over the dismantling of George Floyd Square. You see, it's a public street with businesses on it and houses on it. And these uh, anarchists, these Marxists have uh, put up barricades and threatened people and all sorts of stuff. Well, police in Minneapolis spent the night dispersing rioters with tear gas and responding to reports of looting and vandalism at local businesses after a black man wanted on a warrant was shot dead for allegedly pulling a gun and the barriers were dismantled. So, of course, it looks like uh, it looks like Minneapolis is on fire again. On Fuego, a T-Mobile store and CVS pharmacy were among the shops raided by looters and officers were later deployed outside businesses to prevent further property damage. And they went after Target, you know, because of uh, white supremacy because you have to go steal stuff and, you know, shoes and stuff because of the white supremacy that is there in the world that's bad. Kind of a stretch. Anyway, vandals spray-painted buildings near the scene uh, and shouting the words, kill cops and no trial for them, while others hurled uh, abuse at officers calling them effing Nazis and white supremacists. (laughs) Those are talking points of the White House, actually. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. On John Bachman's show, Nicole Maliotakis, she is a congressperson, talked about the Old Glory Act. You know, I'm, I'm done trying to get in the heads of our president or the secretary of state or anybody in this administration who would propose such. Why not try to get in their heads? There's plenty of room in there. An idea. Uh, it is amazing. A lot of empty space. To me that they thought it was appropriate to fly any flag aside from the American flag over our embassies. 
But when you look more closely and go to the Black Lives Matter website and see what they actually stand for, Listen. see the list of demands they have. Yeah. They want to completely ban President Trump from ever being in the Oval Office. They want to expel uh, members like me. Uh, they want to ensure that the First Amendment right is taken away from the politicians that they disagree with. They want to defund the police. They they accuse our United States military. Well, those of, are good old fashioned American values, don't you know? Being racist. And the week where we're, we're honoring the memory of the men and women who lost their lives in battle, who shed blood for our American flag, our Secretary of State and our President is saying, let's fly a flag that is a political flag and actually flies contrary to everything that the United States military stands for. Absolutely, 100%. Could not agree more. Our flag is important. It is very, very important. Greg Kelly also talked to Marjorie Taylor Greene about the IRS. It's now hiring. And it's not just to create jobs. It's to actually go after political enemies. They're hiring like tens of thousands of new IRS agents. Do you have concerns about how they may be used? Unreal. Oh, this is this is a huge topic and no one is talking about it. I've been screaming about it from the rooftops. Greg, this is a very big deal. We remember years ago when the IRS was weaponized during the Obama-Biden administration and they were targeting conservative groups. And yep. that was under Lois Lerner, who, by the way, never was held accountable, never served time in jail. Well, now we have under the Biden administration in his $6 trillion budget, which is nothing but socialism, we are seeing he, he wants to introduce 87,000 IRS agents. He wants them hired, and they will be weaponized to target Trump voters, Trump donors, NRA donors, you name it. But if you're conservative... This I is Soviet stuff, guys. This is Soviet stuff, and it has to be stopped. I guarantee you, you will be a target of the IRS under the Biden administration. This is something that should terrify everyone. He's also adding $80 billion on top of the IRS's existing budget. Defund the IRS. So they are going to be heavily using the IRS to go after all enemies of the Biden, of the Biden administration and of Democrats. And you know exactly who that will be. That'll be me, you, and every single conservative and small business owners all across the country. It's been done before. It will be done again. The Justice Department, Justice Department uh, was weaponized against Donald Trump, his uh, campaign, his transition team, and his presidency. It was weaponized. Barack Obama weaponized the IRS to go after conservative 501c3s before the election to silence them so they could not speak out about public issues that were worthy of coverage. And we move on to what big social media does. They do the same thing. They're in the pocket of the Democrat Party. They are radical leftists. And uh, Grant Stinchfield talked to Dennis Prager. He's got a brand new documentary out. Let's start with the trailer of that. This is about censorship. This is about uh, the left killing free speech. You have the right to remain silent. The only way we separate the good ideas from the bad ideas is to be free to say whatever we want about them. Anything you say will be used against you. There's no free speech for fascists. Your posts on Facebook, Twitter, and social media will be saved to shame you. Well, that, folks, is Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla's new film, No Safe Spaces. It highlights the terrifying violence. I have already reserved that movie. I'm going to watch it. And intolerance across the nation, especially from liberals on college campuses. They're demanding the creation of these so-called 
safe spaces, which are nothing of the sort, by the way, yep. to shield students from any controversial or provocative idea that they haven't heard before, mainly conservatism, right? In other words, any perspective that challenges the liberal narrative or their grip, iron grip, on academia. And, by the way, this is also affecting entertainment. There was a panel that Prager put together uh, of comedians. Last night, by the way, I watched Bill Burr, uh, his second special. Uh, this is, I've seen his most recent. It is absolutely, breathtakingly brilliant. One of the best stand-ups in history. Bill Burr is one of the best stand-up comedians in history. And I've been following stand-up for a very, very long time. If you get a chance to watch anything from Bill Burr, it is just absolutely magnificent. But this uh, panel, including um, uh, some very big names, in including Tim Tim Allen are talking about free speech being quashed and comedy being killed. And then you'll hear them and then you'll hear uh, Dennis Prager. We as comedians, the whole point of what we're doing on stage with our words is to make a point about the absurdities of life. It yes. becomes tyrannical, man. You can't even make a joke without worrying about being crucified. Isn't it spooky you were having this discussion? Well, that's correct. There is no room for comedy if all you're thinking of is what can I not say? Yep. This is a first in American history. I, I need your viewers to understand this. There is only one thing that has never been threatened in the United States. After all, the unity of the country was threatened in the Civil War. The belief that all people are created in God's image was threatened by slavery. Everything was threatened but one thing, free speech. This was the one given, this is why America was given the Statue of Liberty by the French. They didn't give it to Britain, they didn't give it to Germany, they didn't give it to themselves. They gave it to America. We're the last best hope of Earth, according to Abraham Lincoln, because we're the freest country in the world. Yeah. However, people need to understand this, and I do understand this because I've been studying the left since graduate school. When I, when I learned Russian at the Russian Institute of Columbia, and read Pravda, the Soviet communist paper every day in wow. Russia. And I visited communist countries. So here is the rule. There is, this is an un, is a rule without an exception. Listen. Everywhere the left takes power, it suppresses free speech. There is no exception from Lenin to your local campus. That is it. The cancel culture wow. is a euphemism for leftism. Yep. And I wanna make one other critical point. Liberals believe in free. Liberals believe in free speech. The left does not, but the liberals vote for the left. Mm -hmm. There you go, kids. And once the First Amendment goes, so does everything. I've said before that the First Amendment is the greatest piece of legislation in the history of mankind because it allowed man. And I'm talking about men and women, and you know, all people who are kind of in between. You don't know what you got uh, to speak freely to uh, worship freely, to assemble freely. All of those were attacked by the government in the last year, the last span of more than a year, actually. All of them were attacked. Those are all under the auspices of the First Amendment. And once that's gone, it cheapens life. That's why people get into uh, dinghies and try to row across shark-infested waters 90 miles from Cuba to get here. One of the many reasons, but basically the most important. Now, there was this uh, dad and daughter. This is really, really uh, wonderful uh, dad and daughter video that's gone viral featuring uh, a dad, Corey Yeshua, and his, his uh, daughter. And uh, it's about um, 
the uh, critical race theory being taught. And this man is a man of color, so is his daughter, and his daughter is precious as can be. And he makes a powerful message about children and them not seeing color. Uh, you've got idiots in university saying, oh yeah, infants recognize color and, and immediately don't like black people when they're three months old. It's stupid. They, he was on, the dad was on, and his daughter, his daughter didn't speak though. <laughs> We're on Courtney, uh, or down on uh, Cortez and Pellegrino last night. Here's the, here's the video. This is the audio from the video. Daddy teaches you can be anything in this world that you want to be, right? Don't daddy teach you that? Yeah, yeah and does. it doesn't matter if, if you're black or white or any color. doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow, yellow. right? Black. And, and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. Uh. See, this is, how, this is how children think right here. Love her. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not going to happen. My baby's going to know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard, and she can become that. Work hard even though you don't know anyone. You can make friends. <laughs> yeah, you can make friends, no matter what color they are. So we need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. If they're good people, they love them. I love that guy. Here he is being interviewed by uh, Cortez and Pellegrino. Corey, if I could go to you then, please. Uh, you know, first of all, congratulations. You obviously just have a wonderful daughter, and you are a solid father. Can you give us the backstory? What prompted you to make this video that has gone so viral? Um, I just see a lot that's going on in the world right now. Go ahead, man. I see a lot that's going on in the world right now. You know, things are pretty crazy in America. And um, I just decided to speak up because... You know, I don't think that kids should be judging each other based off their races or their, you know, their skin tones or how they look or how much melanin they have or don't have. So I decided to do this video with my daughter. And it, it's crazy, the response. Like, it, it's just been crazy. By the way, the state of Washington has made critical race theory mandatory in all public schools. That should frighten the hell out of you. And if I were living in Washington state, I would be raising hell a little bit more from Corey. Corey, could you expand on that point you made in the video because i think it's so important about children not seeing race even though a lot of adults want them to fixate on race you know my own experience with my children with coaching lots and lots of kids over the year uh, is that children in the 2020s in america they just literally don't see race at all uh why then do so many adults want to insist on forcing them to view things through the prism of race your thoughts I just think that there's some kind of agenda, man, like to be honest, you know, just being honest, I think there's an agenda to divide us, right? Divide and conquer, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yep. You know, I see that. Why, why else would they want to teach children to look at each other's race? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then they're, they want to tell us that, you know, it's for uh, to bring us all together. But if <laughs> it's to bring us together... Why are they trying to tear us apart by making each other look at each other's race? It doesn't make any sense. Martin Luther King already said, um, judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. So that that's that's what I go by. You know, that's 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 my motto. I'm going to say again, the critical race theory is uh, there for a couple of reasons to cover up bad life decisions, poor choices and bad Democrat policy and to place blame on everybody else, on everybody else. It also teaches black kids that they can't succeed, that there is institutional racism that will block them all the way. This makes them more dependent. That's a, one of the things that the left likes to do and needs to do is make people dependent, feel helpless like victims.
They're more pliable that way, you see. They're more pliable that way. We have to fight this. That's all there is to it. It's not 1968 all over again. It's not 1863. If there were institutional racism in this country, Barack Obama would have never been the president. Never. When you say that institutional racism keeps black people from succeeding, you are insulting the memory of so many blacks in America who not only became historical in this country, but around the world. I don't know if this is an esteem issue that we can't look proudly at Martin Luther King Jr. or Harriet Tubman or Muhammad Ali or Oprah or Barack Obama and just say, look, look at these people. Not a fan of Barack Obama. But he was a historical figure, is a historical figure. So go figure. So uh, woke Coca-Cola that did their uh, try to push this race agenda in the company in Atlanta, make their uh, their uh, employees go to these uh, racism seminars where they brainwash you into believing uh, this nonsense about critical race theory. Well, a little county in uh, North Carolina, Surrey County, North Carolina said, you know what, we're going to make a little, just a little, uh, uh, not a shot heard around the world, but maybe maybe a little uh, shot heard around North Carolina. They're getting rid of all the Coke machines in uh, county buildings. We have 12 Coca-Cola machines in this county. I don't know where they are. Uh, the county manager sent me a list, but I just saw, I think there was 12 or 13 or something. And um, Coca-Cola corporate is in Atlanta, Georgia. And... Uh, we do have a local Coca-Cola franchise here in Surrey County, but you know what? Coca-Cola needs to pay the price. If they're going to dabble in this and they're going to participate in this, well, guess what? People need to stand up and they need to be counted. So I don't believe this will be displacing any workers in Surrey County, 12 drink machines, but you know what? It'll send a little bitty message that we're not going to tolerate it here in Surrey County. And you take your Coke machines, load them up, take them back to the house. There you go. There you go. Finally, uh, one final story. A conservative group has put together a $30,000 ad attacking CNN's bias coverage. Now, you may or may not know this, but CNN has lost 70% of their viewers since President Trump left office. CNN uh, claims to be a news network, and they are not. They are not. They tow a party line. They are as left of center as Pravda, Izvestia. They take talking points from the White House. They work with the White House Democrats. They work with big social media. They are part of the cabal that through the election, this according to Time Magazine, by the way, here is the, uh, the new ad celebrating uh, CNN as a journalistic endeavor. Not really. The cable news network used to break news, but this year they're breaking records, losing nearly 70% of their viewers since Trump left office. And no wonder, they're still obsessed with Donald Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump's lemons, still a loser. And Chris Cuomo is still helping Big Brother cover up scandals. Speaking truth to power? Hardly. The coverage of Biden is going to be equally rigorous. Instead? Uh, how did he stack up? But it's a fact that he's much better than Trump. He has the winning picture. He is overproducing. This is exactly what we need right now. Richard Biden is, so is now the first shelter dog to live in the White House. What Joe Biden just did. <laughs> what kind of ice cream are you eating today, Mr. President? Gave us some hope, some realistic hope for the president to come and say, I see you, I hear you. 
I feel your pain. It's a cathartic moment. Of course, everybody understands that Operation Warp Speed happened under Joe Biden. Wow. We didn't get into this issue, into this business to fact check. So if you're looking for hard news on rising inflation, hacked pipelines, and dreadful job reports, or hard-hitting fact checks on Biden's radical new plan to make things worse, change the channel. Everyone else asks. Tell CNN, cover the news, and stop cheerleading for liberal politicians. I mean, it's nice. I think you're kind of wasting your money because uh, CNN's not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. No. They canceled Don Lemon's show. Uh, what's his name? Chris uh, Humpty Dumpty. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. His uh, numbers are way, 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 way down. Uh, the network is, is faltering, and everybody knows it. Uh, Fox News got rid of uh, Juan Williams, uh, Donna Brazil. Um, they're very left of center and really don't add anything into the discussion. Juan Williams, honestly, they, I think he was hired because they felt sorry for him because he got fired from NPR for a comment about being nervous on an airplane when somebody gets on wearing a hijab or something. I don't remember what it was, but anyway. So that's why people are tuning into Newsmax. Thank you very much because we don't change our stripes, Okay. And, and honestly, everybody, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get when you watch Densfield. You know what you're going to get when you watch Salcedo. You know what you're going to get when you watch uh, Wake Up America. And of course, you know, well, you never know what you're going to get with my show, <laughs> to be quite honest. It's uh, Rob Carson's What in the World. And uh, now you really don't know. You just, you just, you just, you will laugh. I mean, you'll laugh, really, unless you don't have a sense of humor. You'll laugh, I promise. Okay, so I'm going to go. Um, I want to thank you for this glorious week of being with you. It is a blessing, and I hope that you found it to be entertaining, informative, and maybe even motivational at times. If you would, please go to Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, find it on your phone, get the app, and subscribe to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. If you would do that this weekend, I would consider it a great blessing. Also, if you could give me a five-star review with some positives, what you like about the show, I would appreciate that. Haters need not apply. Thank you. Have a glorious weekend, guys. Enjoy your time with your friends and family. God bless our military. God bless our police. Don't forget Ashley Babbitt. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.